0: Well, hello, Jake. How are we doing today?
1: We are doing awesome today. How Uh, are you,
0: Brandon? Oh, well, we're getting hit with an ice storm. So it is (laughs) awesome. So much fun. (laughs) I I, uh, skipped the gym because I was like, you know, just don't feel like risking it. We'll just go straight home.
1: Instead of doing any athletic endeavors i decided to shovel the driveway
0: yeah but shoveling Uh, the driveway is a lot of work you're gonna feel that tomorrow so just make sure you load up on protein totally (laughs) yes definitely how's your week going
1: week is going really well um i have been just doing a lot of beta reading this week it has been awesome it's something that helps me become a better writer
0: so I've been doing a lot of that and and that's what we're here for we're here to make everyone a better writer welcome everyone to this week's episode of the writer's block we're gonna be discussing marketing which I know as an indie and pub traditionally published author we all struggle with right oh absolutely I think especially for
1: I mean, obviously, a lot of indie authors know that publishing is going to be a big deal for them. I don't think as many traditional authors take it as seriously as they should. Correct, correct.
0: But welcome, everyone. And if you would like to jump in on this conversation, please request to speak. You are welcome to. That's what we're here for. But I think, I think there's something bigger we need to discuss first. I really do. Something's on... The forefront of my mind jake do you happen to know what that is
1: um i know that you usually like to query me with some random question about some random thing <laughs> that i have to come up with an answer for
0: <sighs> i mean that's not what i'm alluding to but i'll leave it alone um so <laughs> This week's random starting topic is going to be. I, I, let me lead into this. So, Dolly Parton. <laughs> and oh my God. Dolly Parton and James Patterson have a book out called Run Rose Run. And it got me thinking because she's actually done this very well. And given this is this week's episode of marketing, what she's done is she's created an album that goes with the book. Oh, So I thought that was really very cool. ingenious, because I've said for years, as authors, we tend to use music as inspiration for scenes or chapters or whatever. I've always thought we should have, like, there should be, like, a QR, QR code with that chapter that says this is the song. Having our own playlist, obviously, with basically that same thing where we're using, we're creating an album that... We said this is these are the, cha- the songs that inspired us. So my question is, what music inspires you?
1: Oh, that is an excellent one. Um, first, let me say that there are in the traditional publishing world there when you're querying agents, there are quite a few agents now that are asking if you have a Spotify playlist or a playlist that you listen to while writing the your specific manuscript and they want to be able to hear that so they can understand the tone that you have and some of them even listen to it while they're reading your manuscript and to me that is kind of like pretty cool it's kind of genius um for me when i am writing i listen to all sorts of music and i know that a lot of people can't do that there's people that absolutely have to write in silence but i am not one of those people so between taylor swift and <laughs> irish pub rock radio and i'm sorry uh, you know <laughs> movie soundtracks and you know the polka we are doing amazing did you just say polka polka I did. I did say what? polka. Why? What, um, what
0: seeds are you writing that polka inspires you?
1: Luckily, the music is there to entertain me while I'm writing. They don't necessarily inspire what I am writing. Besides the fact that I'm listening to music. Okay. I mean that's fair. That's a, that's
0: that's fair. I'll give you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. Perfect. You better give it to me because that's all I've got. <laughs> you better give it to me because that's all I'm going to give you.
1: <laughs> um, uh, Brandon, what
0: what music inspires you? Uh, You know, most of my – I don't listen to music when I'm writing. I usually listen to audiobooks because I feel like it really gets my juices flowing. But this the music that I tend to listen to that inspires me the most is going to be um, metal, which is – very nice i'm sure it's (laughs) shocking to most of you right um but i just i I tend to write um like fight scenes and my 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 books are very fast paced so i find that that music actually helps me with scenes so well and it sounds like it helps you with pacing
1: too just to keep things moving along at a at a quick yeah i think the
0: pacing the music like, if it, if it were something slower, like a love story, I would definitely be listening to s- more ballads. But I don't write love stories, so... i Not I'm, yet. No, I, will, I don't <laughs> write love stories at all, so that's... Bless you people that do, I don't. Alright,
1: Brandon, <laughs> you were alluding to something earlier, and it's I am finally able to kind of chat about oh, it, bro. and so I'll kind of announce it here a you, little bit, you, and then I'll post about it. Don't later.
0: you don't have to say it, but if you want to, I have a
1: feeling uh, you do. want to. Okay, I do. I do want to. So, um, I am now officially represented by Anne Rose of the Tobias Agency, and I am so excited to on this journey through traditional publishing to finally have landed an agent, and not just any agent, an agent that I have been so excited to work with for so long. Um, And that right there is my good news for the week.
0: I can feel your smile through, through the space, through this app. So congratulations. I know I speak for everybody. Congratulations on that. That's such a big accomplishment. Thank you, and thank you. Don't forget you. the show and us small authors when you become this next big. Wow, person. wow. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> that is not gonna happen. Give me Why break. you going to say? Okay, so here's where we just flipped You know that, right? Why are you saying that? <laughs> you're normally you're normally like that. No, you can't. Don't be like that. Like, and I'm like, no, that is it's gonna true. be. I... <laughs> and, and you're the happy-go-lucky like Snow White, and I'm the the dark one that's just like. Fuck that! Here, eat this apple, right? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: will stop eating the apple, and I will be positive and enthusiastic. I am is totally excited, but I am definitely not going to forget everybody else.
0: Good. Well, without that's our first ten. Ishmit Carolyn, you had something to say? Oh, I was just gonna say I'm so happy for you, Jake. That is
1: oh, thank such you. Exciting news. I'm been, I just. So it's been a long time coming and uh, very much a uh, one of my goals and my dreams and so now we've got to actually get super excited for the next part which is going to be even tougher um brandon i will say that as I say that that's gonna be tougher as soon as I get my book out there and we are getting talking to publishers and stuff mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's the time that I'm going to be needing to market
0: <laughs> yes let's get into it let's get into our marketing discussion tonight perfect now Brandon let's uh
1: let's talk about the fact that you are a marketing guru Guru is a bit strong, but okay. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, for a lot of us authors, marketing is so far from our mind. We just want to write our book and throw it out into the world, and everybody will read it, right? Correct. That's just how it's going to work. You know, that's just how it works. It's, you know, it's going to be picked up on Mm. Reese Witherspoon's list and Oprah's list, and it's going to be amazing, right? Correct. So I know for me personally, I have no idea how to market myself or my book or my writing career. So how about we start with, obviously, the first things first. How about we start with our book? When do you market? How do you market? What is What, what are we supposed to do?
0: <laughs> so uh, a little bit back, about my background, so I can add some credentials to this. I've done marketing for roughly 15 years, um, and then I have two degrees in, from Purdue in marketing. So I've been around the block a few times. Now, with your book, once it's done, and depending on which route you want to go, You need to be planning ahead mm, months, 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 months in advance. I would say probably nine months in advance um, from your release date. Uh, That being said, it is smart to do countdowns. It's smart to do like a cover reveal. It's smart to get a copy of the book out to um, people in that genre, notable Uh, people in that specific genre don't just send to people that have high numbers, right? Cause they, just cause they have high numbers doesn't mean that's going to be the people that are going to read it necessarily. Um, Get them, ask them first if they want a copy and then send it to them, make sure you sign it so you, so they can, you know, acknowledge that. And then on the release date, that's, then that leads up to your release to give them time to read it, and then ask them for a review, and so on and so forth. That's the bare, bare bones of it.
1: Okay, that's bare bare minimum right there. You talked about um, doing countdowns. Am I supposed to be doing countdowns for, like, my cover reveal that you talked about? Or am I supposed to be doing countdowns for, you know, like, hey, this Got picked up by a publisher.
0: Uh, I would do I would do both. I would do countdowns for your cover reveal, which is always great. Here we're gonna do a cover reveal and kind of play at it because you're gonna have your cover before anyone else else does. And you can jump online and do um, some really easy stuff. I can't remember the website right now, but we'll put it on on the um, Twitter feed where you can do images for your book and you can do like paper bags over the book and kind of reveal a small portion of it. Um, basically, you want to tempt the viewer like, ooh, this is intriguing. I want to know more about this. And do it, Set give yourself a set date and every day you need to be tweeting about that at least, I minimum, you need to tweet about it at least once a day, minimum. I would recommend every four hours. You need to set that up. And what you can do to help with that is you can pre-schedule your tweets. Now, I know we both, Jake, you and I both utilize pre-scheduling your tweets, um, and I know the show does. Some people frown on it, but when you're trying to market, it's really good for overnight when you're asleep, because then you can hit target markets in other countries and on other the other side of the world. Which is really good.
1: Absolutely. Because we have to remember that we're not just marketing to the uh, you know, those people in our time zone. Or, okay. you know, if you wanna do that, you tweet once a day when at like six o'clock dinner time and okay. hope for the best. <laughs> right. Um, now, Brandon, I there's obviously a bit of a difference between the timelines that you want to market um, as an indie author, as opposed to the timelines that you want to market for a traditionally published author. Um, I know for those that are going the traditional publishing route, it is a huge deal to have pre-orders um, and and your numbers come in really high for those pre-orders even before the book comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, <clears throat> how about we talk a little bit about the indie side of things when you've finished your book, what kind of what you would say is a, a basic marketing plan for like an indie author, let's say they want to push that, that book out there and then we can move on to traditional.
0: Um, what I need to, what do you use like, so, so, so you? Mean, what do you mean?
1: So let's say that you're Brandon Morehouse and you are revamping your first two books in the first (laughs) trilogy and you are getting ready to release book three as well at the same time. What would you do to market Brandon for his books that are coming out?
0: So I would, if you're rebranding or or relaunching a series, I would pull back on any pushing of sales basically come to a halt if you're looking to you need if before you start anything up make sure your stuff's good to go and solid everything's done done and then slowly build into your cover reveal and then probably two or three months before that's when you want to start tweeting about them really here's where you can buy them here's where your pre-sales are the tricky part is with indie being an indie author. Once you upload your book, it's live. It, it's it's good to go. So it's a little bit different in the indie world. Um, it's harder to do pre sales. Now you can't. There are ways that you can do it. I've never done it. Um, but usually, what I do is I will. I, I will get a couple people that are like, "Hey, I'll let a couple people know first. Um, usually close family and friends, and then give them a little bit of time to do their reading and so on, get their pictures taken with the book, and then start really pushing it. Um,
1: okay, and... so, so what you're saying is beforehand, you are getting these um, advanced reader copies or these ARC copies out into the hands of people that you'd know. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously your book is already live, but... Really being able to have the material to market as an indie author is really important. Correct. Awesome. So, again, we want to remind everybody, if you want to have a question answered or you want to hop on and comment, please, please, please just request to be a speaker and we will place you on here. This is supposed to be a discussion, not just where you're listening And Brandon and I talk back and forth the whole entire time. We want (laughs) to be here for you and for what you want to get out of this marketing discussion. Um, Brandon.
0: Please feel free to cut us off.
1: (laughs) Brandon, um, I feel like for the traditional that there has been in the past a huge, a low, not huge, but a large budget that is allocated to writers um, to help with their marketing. And obviously we still have marketing teams available to us as traditionally published authors, but um, where they are actually pushing for you to have really great numbers before the book even comes out, you don't actually get those marketing dollars at that time. So what can we as traditionally published um, writers do before we actually get marketing help?
0: Ooh, Uh, you know, I would think creating a buzz, getting out there and talking about it, getting, again, finding those key people in your genre, that's going to be a big, big thing. And that's... you. I can't say that enough, and I know I sounded like I'm repeating myself over and over again, but even if it's a small genre, and I'm going to go back to the dinosaur erotica, <laughs> that's a oh, very geez. neat market, so if, you, if you're writing that sort of thing, find your big players in that, see if they'll be willing to take a copy and read it, and then ask them, on this day, can you send out a tweet or something like that? And it doesn't hurt to ask. What's the worst they're going to say is they're going to say no, and you're no worse off. So... I think that it, that is an underutilized thing. People just asking because I think a lot of authors are a, a lot are very introverted and they don't want to put themselves out there, which is kind of weird to think about. As an author, you're like, I've written this story now, I gotta do this backside of it, right? So don't be afraid to ask people. Most times, I, I think, especially in the indie community, it's gonna be yeah, I can send out a tweet. That's not not a problem. Send me the link. Where do I buy it? Or where does somebody get it? Or blah, blah, blah. And they're willing to send that tweet out. It's not it's not hard. It takes, what, 30 seconds to write a good tweet? Absolutely. <laughs> um,
1: that being said, earlier you mentioned that you want people that are the big players in your genre. Uh-huh. And you said that those are not necessarily those in your genre that have the most numbers why do we want somebody that is a big player and maybe not the person with the biggest numbers
0: so you want to focus on i always tell people that ask me focus small don't try to hit a home run right away you want to get on base so focus on getting your small numbers and that will start to create a buzz because what will happen is Selling books is a long-term game. If you get a bunch of books sold right off the bat and then it stops, it just stops right after that, that looks really, really bad for the Amazon algorithms and it won't help promote it. Now, if you have a steady stream, even if it's a couple books here and there, it will help the algorithm suggest your book to other people that are reading in that same genre versus a spike and then a drop. You don't want that. Spikes are never good. You want like a hill or a steady stream, whichever, however you want to look at it. Having that actually helps you market without you having to put in the work. Amazon will do that work for you. Once you have a consistent, consistent amount of
1: sales. Okay. So what you're saying is, is don't tell every single person that you know, On Twitter and your entire extended family including second and third cousins that you want them all to buy your book on the same day
0: Correct, you want to space that out. So what I would recommend doing is the first month Get have close family and friends and immediate people that you know Um, That's who you want to buy it. That'll give them time in the second month do like Facebook and then the third month do Twitter and then just slowly build on it and it will, it'll start to build on itself over time because the way you get paid from Amazon is it's three months behind. So when you, so if you make a sale in January, you don't get paid until April for that month. So so that's going to help you get, keep that consistent income coming in as well. That is crazy because I had no idea that it was a three
1: month like process as far as that goes. Um, Now, obviously, for those of us that are traditionally published, if you want everybody and their dog to buy it on the same day, preferably, if you get them all to pre-order it, that does amazing for our numbers as far as what the publisher is looking at. Um, And so the indie and traditional publishing require two very different sets of marketing, but it boils down to the same thing. Now, Brandon, I'm gonna ask another question here. How important is it for an author to have
0: a website? I knew you were to ask that, and I know what you're poking at on this one because I don't have a website. <laughs> but you don't? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't. He don't be like that. He, it is it is very important for an author to have a website. Now what you can do if you're in my shoes, I use Amazon, the Amazon author page as my website. So you can, all your books are on there because all of mine are sold on Amazon. So I have my own stuff on there. Now I do plan on making my own website, but it's a great platform for you to do your daily blog or do a newsletter or what have you that you can really express yourself. Now that does, a good one's going to cost you a little bit of money, but it's money well spent.
1: How Okay, let's say that I am an author and I am struggling financially like so many authors are, so many writers are, and, you know, we've got to put that money towards other things besides our quote-unquote hobby that's on the side. And uh, how, what would you suggest to those people that cannot necessarily afford to have a professional website done? Is it worthwhile to do one yourself?
0: honestly I would say wait okay I I think because if if you've only got one book out there's not really a need for a website at that time now if you've got five yeah you definitely need to be having a website at that point or at least considering it um, so you can start building your brand and building your base for those five books you don't have to have it right away again if you've only got one book there's no need have a website right away. And you can use the Amazon page, your Amazon author's page in the meantime. So for indie authors, use your
1: Amazon author's page. Excellent resource right there. Yes. For traditionally published authors, your agency is going to do quite a bit of marketing as well. That doesn't mean that you can just rely on them. So here's the thing. Obviously we're all on Twitter because otherwise We wouldn't be listening.
0: but I'm not on Twitter, though, but I'm not really here. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Um, You're such a dork.
1: So here's the question. How – you talked about making a platform. What exactly does that mean? And does that mean that we need to be on
0: multiple social media sites? I think, yes, you need to be on multiple – multiple social media sites. I think that helps create that vision of you and know that when you're talking about books and you're talking about writing and you're talking, you need to be a master of your craft, which means you should be on Goodreads tracking your books. I do my blog on Goodreads. I, I think it helps create and show I'm, I'm invested um, Twitter, Facebook, uh, I have a YouTube channel, but that's not necessarily—it's it, there, but it's not. You don't have to have a YouTube channel. But all the basic social media platforms that we all use nowadays—that has um, that has become a, a necessary part of our world because not everyone uses Twitter, not everyone uses Facebook. Not ever. There's different age groups that use different platforms, and depending on which age group you're shooting for, that's the one you need to go towards. That's where you need to spend most of your time. So
1: I should go out right now and sign up for TikTok, right? And do dances and things? I mean,
0: TikTok is a, it's a growing thing. I'm not a TikToker. I, I, book talk is big, but you also have to remember, you have to create unique videos. Now, a really good person, and she does an amazing job at this, is Tina Baker. She creates hilarious videos for TikTok and they're about her books and she just does wacky crazy things and she's got this outgoing personality and that really helps sell your, your, your brand or your style and helps, which helps push your books.
1: Okay. So earlier too, you said that a lot of authors or a lot of writers are kind of introverted and it's not necessarily comfortable for us to be, putting random wacky crazy videos on tiktok or having a youtube channel where you have to speak all the time right for those authors what is a great way to market
0: Ooh, i mean i would if if, that's a tough one because i i i really think you have to get out of your comfort zone you have to if you want to become this really, really strong, well-known author, you need to push yourself, and you need to try. I mean, it, it's social media. If you, ugh, that's, t- that's such a tough one. I would say Twitter at that point, if you want to not do videos. There's nothing wrong with not doing videos. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But say you're on a panel one day you're gonna have to learn to speak in front of a group of people that you don't know. And then most likely you're being recorded. So you need to learn that and get kind of out of your comfort zone and push yourself at least a little bit. I'm not saying jump in fully, but start getting used to that. Start becoming accustomed to being uncomfortable because that's how we learn and that's how we grow.
1: Okay, cool. So learning and growing is going to stretch us a little bit as authors and writers. We might have to step out of our comfort zone. We might have to interact with other humans. Oh my gosh. I know that's shocking. Ew, gross.
0: That's gross.
1: It it is disgusting, (laughs) right? That we would actually have to talk to other humans in order to get our books out there. Um, Now, Brandon, I have heard that Twitter is not always the best place to promote your own books, especially on writers' Twitter, because you're promoting to other authors.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: What can you say along those lines? <clears throat> because you just suggested that Twitter might be
0: a good platform. Twitter is a very good platform, but you also have to understand how the algorithms work. Now, if anybody, we're going to let's reiterate this real quick, Jake. If anybody has any questions or comments or anything, please feel free to jump in, ask to speak, and we'll, we will gladly, this is not meant to. Be just Jake and I having this conversation. So back to the question: If if out al- there's multiple algorithms that work on Twitter and on any social media platform, it's it drives what you see and who you talk to. But, um, so be careful with that because when you're promoting to other authors, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle. So you want to create unique visuals that draw people in. So I always, I I highly recommend if you're going to create marketing, do pictures and do videos. Videos people will stop and watch until you get to the end. um, And don't go any longer than 30 seconds. You'll lose them after 30 seconds. So when you're doing that, make sure you're using, uh, and I'm talking Twitter specifically, hashtags that work for your community um, I would try to stay away from hashtag writing community or hashtag because uh, people tend to block those because they do get lost in the shuffle. Twitter works best if you're actually if you are replying back to comments and you are being interactive with them instead of just throwing your stuff on there and hoping that people will see it. Th- they're not gonna get seen that way. You need to interact with other users and you need to like other stuff. you need to comment. and if people comment on your stuff, or try to either at least like it. Try to comment back because that's going to push your stuff towards them more and their stuff towards you. And that might be a reader. They might be like, hey, it's, it's 99 cents. I'm going to read that real quick. It's a book for 99 cents. So that those small interactions can really help build your, your reader base. So let me get this straight you want me to hop
1: on twitter and you don't want me to only interact with the writing community you want me to go out there and interact with other people yes wow (laughs) this is absolutely mind blowing but for a lot of mind blowing (laughs) for a lot of authors for a lot of writers this is a kind of a mind-blowing concept when you are on these social media platforms you cannot just interact with other writers. Right. You might need to jump on and talk to somebody about being an apiarist and how their beekeeping is going. You might want to jump on and say, you know what? I learned how to juggle this year. Maybe there's some jugglers that I can
0: talk to. Yes. And let your personality show. Don't. Don't just. I, I think a lot of people are dr- are drawn to people who are genuine. And I don't want to say not filtered, but these are, they're really like, if you look at mine, you know, that being, trying to get in shape has been a big part of my life lately. And you see that in my Twitter feed and that helps me reach a whole nother level of people that read, you know, I've now started connecting with like the fitness, fitness world. So it helps you build that client base that you might not have had before. Absolutely.
1: Um touching back on one thing that you said, you said that you wouldn't do videos over 30 seconds. What kind of videos are you talking about though? Like uh, do you want me doing reading excerpts from other people's stuff? Do you want me Showing book covers of what I'm reading, like what, what kind of videos are going to promote not only us as authors, but or our books, but also us as authors and our long term writing career?
0: Well, again, this goes back to showing you are a master of your craft. Think of Gordon Ramsay, right? Yeah, he knows his shit when it comes to cooking, and we all know that. You know that, you know, you, when you say Gordon Ramsay, he knows his shit and it's because everything he does, he relates in some sort of way to the cooking world. Now I would recommend that if you are reading a book, I'm currently reading this book and then here's what I'm doing and you can do a a live review. If you're doing a live show, that's one thing, but if you're doing like a commercial for your book keep it no longer than 30 seconds. Like you, you want to draw them in with something and then hold them. Um, but make sure you people are a, you're showing your personality and B yeah. Uh, reading and writing is a big, big part of my life and people will be drawn to that.
1: Cool. I think Ben wanted to give some comments or questions. Yeah,
0: Go ahead. Ben. So
2: um Brandon, I think you're absolutely right. Um, and it's about your personality. And one thing that I noticed when I started on Twitter, um, I was basically on, um, you know, the writing community, and I was promoting books and I was um, talking about writing. And you know, and I got some followers. But then I started branching out. I started asking questions. I started doing stupid videos, um, like I, I test different types of food, which has nothing to do with writing. Um, and I, sometimes I get you know big hits on it, and sometimes not. But people tend to see my personality and that's me being authentic just my authentic self just being who i am that has nothing to do with being Mm -hmm. an author because an author is only a a subsect of who i am and so on my page or on anyone's page they'll know that you're an author they know that they'll see your other tweets right so you don't have to keep saying oh i'm going to do a video now and read an excerpt i personally don't want to get on twitter and watch somebody reading an excerpt You know, unless it's unless it's something that's thrilling that leads to another conversation. Right. So I think that, um, in a sense, put up a video that's something about you that either makes you amazing or that interests you. um, And people are drawn to your personality all the time. I have people saying, oh, you're so funny or oh, I love watching the Oh, you're so upbeat and meanwhile I'm sitting in, in my bed or I'm on my couch fuming over something. I'm like, Me, I'm positive, what are they talking about? You know, but it's because in those moments <laughs> that I'm happy or those moments that I want to share something, I get online and go, Guys, never guess what? And I post it and then I sit down. And I'm like, God ah, This day sucks. And then someone comes and says, you made me so happy. Thank you so much. I love your personality. I go, ah, look at that. It came full circle. You know, just be who you are. And I think that people will be drawn to your personalities because each one of you are fabulous in your own way. So find what makes you fabulous, put it out there and people will be drawn to you and your authentic self. And in that sense, they'll go, someone who is authentic like this or somebody who does this must have something interesting in their writing. And so it, you know, the universe will draw people to you if you're just yourself
0: yes
1: 100 percent. thank you ben touching on what ben was just saying that kind of leads us into how do we promote ourselves not as just how do we promote our books but how do we promote ourselves as authors and i think that the authenticity that we put out there is huge now that doesn't mean that you have to be happy-go-lucky all the time. That doesn't mean that you have to, uh, you know, post cherry wonderful, um, you know, inspirational quote memes and things like that.
0: It just means that you have to be you. Yes, I don't know what you're. I don't know where you're leading into that with.
1: <laughs> I, I'm just. I'm just saying that 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 uh, that as authors we need to promote ourselves and maybe Brandon, you can kind of talk us through a, how to make yourself a brand or how to make yourself a platform that really speaks to who you are?
0: Well, I think that's difficult because each one of us is different, right? Like we each have our likes and we each have our dislikes. Um, you know, if you're doing something that you're finding joy out of, I say, promote it. And if, if you're having a shitty day, say it, I mean, there's times where we're we're each having a shitty day, like Ben said, and you're just like, oh my God, I'm just, I'm not in the mood today to do this and just say it. I mean, you don't have to be mean, but you just, just be honest. Like, I'm not having a very good day. Hopefully everyone else is having a good day. If you have, send me some positive vibes or whatever, right? That goes a long ways because you're going to see who helps and helps promote and then they're going to interact with you and then you interact with them and it starts to become twofold and it kind of brings you out of that funk. Um, you know, if you enjoy cooking, post stuff about your cooking, like people are going to be drawn to that. I do Legos. I love doing Legos. So I post stuff about my Legos. I think there's not one set answer when it comes to marketing and how to brand yourself. I, I say just be authentic, be yourself. I mean, again, don't be mean. Uh, but just,
1: just be authentic. Just just be authentic. I love there's that. Beer? Oh, yes. I, there's a few people here that I know, um, understand that I love to make cakes. I love to decorate cakes and make cakes from scratch. And uh, for me, that's part of my brand here on Twitter and other sites where I'm using social media to promote not only my writing or promote the interacting with yeah. other writers, but I'm actually reaching out and saying, you know what, this is something that I absolutely love to do,
0: and I want you to be a part of it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think none of us, all of us would love to be a full-time author, right? We, that's all we would like to do, or be a full-time writer, but that's not who we are 100%. None of us, like me, I'm gay, but, I. that's not everything I'm not just gay I'm also an author I'm also a weight trainer I'm also a server I'm also into marketing there's other things about me that people need to use to your advantage and I think when we start to see more of that that makes that person more clear to see awesome
1: So we have a question or a comment and and something that we can speak to. AJ has written in and says, I'm curious what y'all think about being publicly political as an author if your writing isn't political. Because I feel really strongly about political issues, but I don't see many folks in my writer circle getting political. And I think folks are afraid of alienating audiences.
0: I... I think a lot of us are very political, and I would agree with that. We don't want to alienate any any potential readers or purchasers or anybody in for that manner. Um, now that would some people view that differently. I'm I have made tweets that it's pretty clear who where I stand on things, but I don't make that an everyday thing, and I, I think. Once in a while is fine, but I wouldn't go full board with that. Now, some people may disagree, and that's perfectly fine. Um, I, that's po- the, subjects like that are very tough. They're very tough.
1: I would just like to throw in there anything political, anything uh, religious, anything polarizing um, can be a good slash bad thing for your writer brand or your writer platform. I think, AJ, yeah. as far as if you're not writing politically um, and that's not something that you're you're geared towards, it is okay to share those opinions um, with the understanding that, you know, you might push some people away. If I could make a suggestion, what I would say is is have a specific author account and have a personal account where you can Um, express any opinions that you want without it being an issue towards your readership where they will most likely interact with you on your author page. I have a buddy here on Twitter who um, decided that because he's writing for the KidLit community he was going to have a separate account that was just for his authorship um, so that he could post things that were more writing related and not necessarily share, you know, that drunken night in college when he did X, Y, and Z. Um, And I think that's actually a really smart thing to do is to get, to get out there and say, you know what, this doesn't fit my authentic brand. So I'm going to have a separate account where I can just be a little bit more of a well-rounded me.
0: Well, and I think that's, (laughs) The tricky part about that is too is that you don't want to deter any potential agents because they don't, that might scare them as well if you're politicized.
1: Yeah. Traditionally, publishing, you want to make sure that um, agents want to make sure that you're a good fit. And as hard as it may be to hear, your political views and their political views could be a disrupting factor to that. And I'm not saying that agents are out there saying oh my gosh if you vote red or blue or this or that 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 it's going to be an issue um it just depends on how far you push those opinions um as part of your author brand
0: yeah well it's i think we does anybody at this point i know there's a marketing is a huge deal does anybody have any questions before we before we continue on
1: and if you can't figure out how to jump on here as a speaker if you don't know how to request that and stuff feel free to send us a text I know that we have a lot of people um, that can make comments to be, be feel free to give those to us now or even after the show like Brandon said earlier in one of his tweets we Want this to be a resource for you as a writer and so after the show we spend the next week before our next episode promoting and giving you information articles videos um, anything we can on marketing it for this week and these are set out there so that you can have more resources we want to do this for you so that you become better writers better authors and have the information that you need
0: yes that's what we're here for it's a shared community think of us like the Borg. like more minds right we're stronger with more of us jake i don't think you get that because you've never seen star trek so never mind oh listen here buddy <laughs> the, borg ev- just- the borg is everything. the borg is everything yes <laughs> Today was Jerry Ryan's birthday, and I was... I'm obsessed
2: with the Borg. It's it's. I'm just going to stop talking, because that's all we'll talk about. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed
1: with it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben, that is awesome. Um, let's put it this way. I have seen Star Trek episodes. I have watched Star Wars. The sci-fi genre in that realm is not as interesting to me as it
0: is to some people. <laughs> I know you're looking at me when you say that, and that's perfectly fine.
1: I may be looking at you, and I may be rolling my eyes at both you and Ben, but it is all with love. Okay, but just watch Voyager and the Borg episode.
0: That's it. That's all I'm doing. Okay, I'm done. For you. Okay. <laughs> the Borg right. forever. Yes, yes. That's. We're gonna move on. Let's go back to marketing. <laughs> this could be another hour conversation with Voyager, and the Borg, but we'll move on. So, Jake, what what else do you have? What other questions do you have for me? Or in general?
1: Okay. So here's one that I would really like to touch base on. Um, as authors, a lot of us have 900 million ideas for books. And we want to make this more than just, hey, I published a book. We want to say, hey, I have spent the last... 10, 20, 30, 40 years, being an author, and I've written X amount of books, how do you market for a long-term career?
0: Ooh. I mean, I think with long-term, like anything, you have to learn to pace yourself. And it... Oh, that's a tough one. I've rendered that each- it speechless. This is amazing. I know. No, I'm just trying to think of how to... I don't... I mean, I'm not speechless. I'm stuttering, but I don't, I'm not speechless. But um, I think with that, it's it's long-term gain. You have to remember, as long as I'm getting a book out... My initial goal was I wanted to get one book out every year. And then it slowly built. And now this year, I want to put two books out. And it's it slowly builds on top of each other and... Before long, you've got this whole collection of books sitting behind you, and you're writing full time. And then you can get—I think Stephen King puts out a new book every what four months, three months, something like that. Yeah, there's but that's very, all he does. Very for me, so
1: prolific authors out there. Yeah. Um, we do have a, a question slash comment from HC Health End. Thank you for writing this out for us. This they say this is so useful. Thank you so much. I'm so glad this is. Helping in any way, shape, or form. Do we have any tips on using other non writing hashtags for branding? And I would say absolutely. Anytime that you have a passion, um, what I would suggest is let's say you are really into underwater basket weaving. I want you to go on Twitter and onto these other social media platforms, and I want you to go to the search bar and I want you to type that in. I want you to find everybody else that has that passion that you have as well. And let's say that there's, you stumble across this group that has these awesome underwater basket weaving skills, and you are all there for it. Guess what? those groups most likely have some hashtags that they are using that are really going to help you get a different um, a different audience and a different toe in the door.
0: Yes, I would I would 100% agree with that because mm-hmm. then you start creating friends in that community and that helps build your, follow, your follower account number. Wow, struggled over that one. <laughs> it is getting Your numbers, which helps promote you to other people in that same genre into the reader community and writing community. There's just venture outside of writing, and that will really help. I mean, we've all got friends that aren't writers that buy our books. So it's the same concept, just because don't, like, the more people you know, the more they're likely to buy. I would also say, if
2: you have something within your manuscript that um, is a major theme, like cats, or you know, um, struggles with um, addiction, or anything like that, you can also find those popular hashtags. And while you're promoting, or while you're asking a question about something, you know, that has your writing in it, you can then also attach those so that it gets a greater audience. Because a lot of times, people that have passions with other things are also readers, like you all were saying. And so it kind of bridges the two. So while doing what you guys were saying, also add in those hashtags of themes or things that are popular that are within your writing or the, you know that are within the book that you're promoting. And I think that that can also definitely help to build a bridge.
0: Definitely. I would also say if you're researching something for a book, try to jump into that community and throw those hashtags on there, where it's like hashtag diving, hashtag... Avatar, The Last Airbender, or how you know whatever. I think those will help you, and making sure that you're getting the right information that also helps build your community, which again could result in sales. And I'm not trying to make it sound like that's all I'm worried about because that's clearly not the case. But how we can get our name out there and starting small—that's probably that's how you start small, and it slowly grows.
1: When building your community, it is a huge deal for you to build a community that is not just writers. Um, and that's not, we, I'm a writer, but I am also a dad and I'm also a husband and I'm also, you know, so many other things, we are all multifaceted. Don't be afraid to take some of those other facets and draw them in as part of your writing journey. Um, I would like to, before we're done here, touch base on another thing. We've talked a lot about social media tonight. I would love to talk about when you are an indie author or a traditionally published author, you might have other things, uh, live in-person events, such as a book signing, or especially if you're writing in the kid community, you might have school visits and things like that. Um, these are huge huge opportunities for you to promote yourself your brand your personality your your books Um, I love the idea there are so many authors out there that when they have books that they are publishing for any live event they have bookmarks they have cups or mugs or t-shirts you can do giveaways while you're doing these events Um, I know that there are a lot of people in the kid community that love to do um, author events at schools. It's a chance to go in and talk to classrooms or assemblies and really promote yourself to these young kids um, who in turn go and talk to their parents about what a cool assembly they had or what a cool opportunity they had to meet this author. Um, And those things can also be a huge deal. I know it's been so hard since the pandemic um, to really have these live events and things, but they are coming back. They are, you know, taking the writing industry by storm, so to speak. Um, and I would say getting in close with schools um, if you're in Kidlet, but also with your local indie bookstores. There's a lot of smaller bookstores that would love to have authors come in for an event, whether that's traditional or indie published. And those events can really be a great way to gather an audience um, of real life people and turn that audience into your community.
0: Well, and I think um, a couple other smaller ideas is, don't forget to check your local, farmer's market, because some of them will allow your local, right? Like, they will allow you some, not all, will allow you to have a booth there. Um, I went real old school at one point, and I created a QR code and made flyers and went around town, especially areas that generated a lot of traffic, and just put them up on the poles for people to scan, and it took them to my book. Um, Don't forget small things like that that will really help. And any products that you buy or gas that you use or anything that anytime you talk about your book, it's a tax write-off. So that's a big thing. So if you're out to eat somewhere, get your get talking about your book for just a couple of minutes and that's a tax write-off. You're out at a bar, you're talking about your book, it's a tax write-off. All that stuff starts to add up along with if you're working out of your home. That's a tax write-off and all your bills that acu- that acquire with that because that's your place of business for you being an author. So those are ways to help save you money um as an indie author. Uh Daigle, you have a is that hopefully I pronounce
3: that right. You have a question? Um no, I actually have a comment that's really yeah. important. Um yeah, so uh the indie bookstore thing, you were talking about that. Um and I'm a published author on um on a traditional publishing platform called Castle Carrington out of uh, British Columbia. Um, and uh, they're out of BC in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, I also own a bookstore. I own an indie bookstore called Attic Antoneum. Uh It's right outside of Cleveland. It's a, it's a pretty big store. Uh, I have a whole shelf full of indie authors that are specifically indie authors. And uh, so people come in and they and I tell them like, hey, here's a whole wall full of indie authors that are self-published authors. And they're like, what? And they're all set in different sections. I probably have about 75 titles of indie authors right now. So if you guys know people who want to do that, visit my attic anth. it's AtticAnthenaeum.com or Athenium, if you wanna say it that way, or find me here on Twitter, same name, uh, this is my writer's, uh, no, my 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 author name. So this is the that's why I'm on here because you guys talk about marketing, which I do a lot of marketing. Um, but I have a bookstore. So if you guys know indie authors, send them my way because I have a whole submission form on my website, and they can, they can they can hit it. They can bring their books down and or they can come in for signings. I have signings. Uh, I have two signings this year. A gentleman from the UK is coming. He's flying over and he's doing a tour and he's stopping at my store halfway through his tour to New York. And uh, I have a couple other people, one from Columbus and one from Florida. So, yeah, that's available.
0: Awesome. That is Awesome. 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 And if anybody wants to follow him, just click on his little circle, and his profile will come up and hit follow. Yep. That's the quickest way.
3: And then also just send me a DM. If you want to know about the bookstore, I'll send you to the Twitter page for Attica, uh, um, Anthony M and also my website. And yeah, I, uh, and my, uh, the way to put your book in my store is really simple. The form is online. You just fill it out. You send me author copies. We work out a deal. I send you a contract and you get, and you get paid. I, I don't take, I think, let's put it this way. If you had a $20 book, I maybe take $2 out of that for stocking it just for the stocking fee of it. You get the rest of it. And I PayPal once a week, everybody that sells their books or I invoice you if you want it with an invoice, you can do write-offs. That is that's, awesome. That's great. Like you Thank you for that. Again,
1: we are such a huge proponent of the writing community, the author community, whether you are indie or traditional published, whether you own a bookstore or a reader, this is here for you.
0: And with that, I think that is our time, Jake.
1: It was so good to see everybody this this time. And we hope to see you next week when yes. we are going to discuss what, Brandon?
0: Uh, you know, I don't, what are we going to discuss? Oh, oh. <laughs> I remember we're going to be discussing um, first drafts, right? Is that what we're just to Yes, we are yes. going to be discussing first drafts,
1: all the ins and outs, how to make sure and get that done, get through it, and uh, the fact that your first draft can suck. And that is okay.
0: (laughs) That is perfectly acceptable for your first draft to suck. Suck. Anyway,
1: it was so good to see everybody. We hope you will join us next week, 7 p.m. Central Time.
0: Central Time, Ben. And I'm looking at you specifically. I'm going to call you out. Central (laughs) Time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a good night. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Night. Bye.